This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, Rabbi Yisai, Abayim. Welcome to the Koilel Agar de Pirka, National Monday Afternoon Share. Welcome everybody. We have an amazing topic today before we begin. We want to tell everybody of uh, a new learning venue. Uh, we have a, a new shear, a weekly shear being offered. That's called Torah Illuminated, which is um, a Dvar Torah, but uh, the Mar and the personalities that we discuss are brought to life with a visual presentation. You could join the group, you could go to our site, RabbiDG.com, and sign up uh, for the WhatsApp group, and you'll uh, see every week we have a, a very beautiful... Um, Video Divrei Torah presentation. Okay, Parshas Chayisara. Parshas Chayisara uh, opens up where Avraham Avinu uh, turns to the Bnei Ches and he wants to speak to Ephraim and he wants to buy a plot of land to be able to bury Sarah. And it's interesting. And the Mepharshim point out, and this is cited by the Gra, that seven times in the parsha we have the expression, Kevuras Hames. The Gra says, we have, Ve'ekbera es meisi melefanai, Kivar es meisacha, Mi kivar meisacha, Likbar es meisi, Kivar meisacha, Ve'ekbera es meisi, Ve'esmeischa kvar. And the Kadmoinim hone in on this double expression, why seven times a Lashon of Kavar Meisecha? It would have been sufficient, let's say, three or four of them. And furthermore, why is it that the first six times, first it says Kavura and then Mes, and in the seventh time it says Ve'esmeischa Kavar. And the Gra, the Vilna said as follows, we know that when Avram wanted to bury Sarah, Yimein in the Maras Pela, there was already a couple who were buried in the Maras Pela. And if that's the case, we need to we need to bury another three pairs: Avraham and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, Yaakov and Leah. That is who is alluded to in the sixth additional times: Kavar Meisacha, Kavar Meisacha, Kavar Meisacha, Keneged the sixth tzaddikim who are ultimately going to be buried over there. So that is, that is an amazing remez. We know Rashi tells us the reason why it's called um, Kiryas Arba is because there are four couples who will be buried there. Adam and Chava, Avraham and Sari, Yitzchak and Rivka, Yaakov and Leah. But two already buried. So therefore, when Avram is coming to purchase the spot, he needs to get six spots. So he says, Kavar Meisacha six times. Ah. But we also know the Gemara and Saita says that when the Bnei Yaakov came to the Marasa Machpelah to bury their father, who reared his ugly head? Esav came to say, It's mine. Until a man by the name of Chushim ben Dun came and he knocked off Esav's head. And his head went rolling down into the Maras HaMachpelah. So there's a seventh person buried in the Maras HaMachpelah. Now we also know from Chazal that Rishayim are called 
dead when they're alive. But Sadiqim, even when they're dead, they're called alive. And the Gemara asks, what do you mean Sadiqim are called uh, dead even when they're alive? What, what do you mean even Sadiqim are called alive even when they're dead? But the Pasuk says, that Sadiqim die. So the Gemara says, that, that means when they're dead, they're called dead. Says the Gemara, they only die one moment before Tchiyas HaMesim. So Tzadikim, when they're not alive, they're alive. Tzadikim, when they're dead, they're alive. But a minute before resurrection, they die so Hashem could resurrect them. So we see that Tzadikim are buried before they die. Because Tzadikim don't really die. Tzadikim are buried. They don't really die. They only die a minute before Tchiyas HaMesim. Ah, so therefore, says the Gra, the first six times that are referenced to Avram and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, Yaakov and Leah, it says Kavar Mesacha because they're tzaddikim. Tzaddikim are considered alive even before they die. Their Kivura comes first. They only die a minute before resurrection. So therefore, it says Kavar Mesacha. But uh, the seventh and final time when it's referring to Esav, who his head is buried in the Marmasach Pela, who by the wicked, their death precedes their kvura because they're dead even when they're alive. Even Bechayim, they're called Mesim. Therefore, it says Misa before the kvura. So, right off the bat, we see that the Marmasach Pela is a very special place. You have over there, uh, besides Adam and Chava, you have Avraham and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, Yaakov and Leah. And I was just remembering last year I had the Zuchus this time to be at the Maras Hamach Pela. And uh, some suggest that the Ramban is buried there at the foot of the Maras Hamach Pela. There's even a Matseva for the Ramban at the uh, entranceway off to the side uh, by the wall that's perpendicular to the entrance, you have a matzeva for the Ramban. Based on the fact that the Ramban writes that he wanted to go to Hebron and to dig a burial spot for himself. And it struck me that of the, the significance of the fact that the Ramban is buried at the Maras Machpelah, uh, in light of the fact that the Ramban, throughout Sefer Bereshis, probably the predominant theme in the writings of the Ramban is the concept of Masay Avais Simen Labanim. The actions of our forefathers are a portent to their children. How often the Ramban invokes that concept, the Ramban talks about it in his Hakdama to Shemais, that Bereshus is Sefer Hayatsira, because the actions of the Avais created the future history and destiny of the Jewish people. The Ramban talks about it in connection to Avraham going down to Mitzrayim and Avraham leaving Eretz Yisrael and the digging of the wells of Yitzchak Avinu, and the beginning of Vayishlach, and in Vayichi, the Ramban quite often invokes the concept of Masay Avoy Simen Laban. This is one of the major offerings of the Ramban. And therefore there's no coincidence that the Ramban is buried right next to the Avais HaKadoshim. But be it as it may, we're about to discover that there might be more going on in the Ma'aras HaMachpela than meets the eye. There's an ancient Sefer called Sefer Koshiyos. 
And there he brings down that when Avram Avinu brought Yitzchak his son to Yimakrev him on the Mizbeach, and Hashem sent an aisle in his place, the aisle got entangled in the thicket. And the Satan came and untied the aisle, and the ayo ran away. And where did the ayo run? He ra- the ayo ran to the Ma'aras HaMachpela and Avram ran after it into the Ma'aras HaMachpela. And he saw two beds made and two candles lit. And there are two beautiful tzaddikim. And Avram smelled the beautiful aroma of the Ma'ara. It smelled like Gan Eden. And at that point Avram desired to be buried in the Ma'aras HaMachpela. And he went to the Bnei Ches and he bought the Ma'aras HaMachpela. We have a similar account in Pirkei Rebbe Lezer Park Vav. That Avram went, not at the Akedah, but rather at the time that the three Malachim came. So when Avram went to get the Ben Bakar, and the, the Ben Bakar ran away from Avram into Mars Machpel, and Avram ran after it, and he saw Adam and Chava lying there, and how goodly it smelled, and he desired the Mars Machpel as a burial spot, and he said to the Bnei Yavus, the Yavusim, he wants to purchase Mars Machpel. The Zayar also elaborates on this episode. The Zayar, Kaddish in this week's parsha says, Reb Lezer, Omar b'shata do'ol Avram b'ma'arasa. When Avram went into the cave, Chayich al begin to have a rod abasa du egla. He ran into it to run after the calf, the chsiv ben habakar, rats Avram. So the account of the Zayar is more similar to the account of Pirkei de Rabbi Lezer, that the account of Sefer Kushiyos, which mentions that Avram ran, ran there by the Akedah. And he runs after it, and Avram saw what he saw. <laughs> he saw what he saw. Now what exactly that means? What, what, did he, what, what exactly did he see? And he went to a field... He would pray every day and he would have this aroma and now he sees the aroma was emanating from the Ma'ar Pela, and he desired to be there. Okay, so that's the story of how Avraham Avinu was first introduced to the Ma'ar Pela. But as we're about to discover, the Ma'ar Pela has more than meets the eye. Comes Yalkut Ruveni. The Yalkut Ruveni says in Mezoyz HaBracha, Yalkut Ruveni is an ancient collection of Midrashic material, Kabbalistic material, put together by Rabbi Avram, then Rabbi Shua Heshki, Hakoyen, Katz, Soifer. And he reveals five couples were buried in the Ma'oras Hamach Pela. Three are revealed and two are hidden. The revealed, Avraham and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, Yaakov and Leah. The hidden, Adam and Chava, Moshe and Sipira. Moshe and Sipira, Ribayna da Almakula. Yaakov Ruveni says, Moshe and Sipira are buried in the Ma'ara Samach Pela. Wow. I mean, if that's not worth price of admission... Moshe and Sipira are buried in the Maras HaMachpela. Moshe Nemar. And even though about Moshe it says, Vayikbar Oisai Bagai, 
But it says they buried him in the valley. Yeah, that's only a parable. The following pasuk contradicts it. Nobody knows where he's buried. So did they bury him in the valley? Or did they bury him? Or does nobody know? The answer is, it's all true. Nobody knows where he's buried. No man knows where he's buried. Only the angels, the proof is, Hashem said, you, you will go opposite the land, but you will not go there yourself. You cannot go there, but you'll be brought there in a purity when you die. The angels buried Moshe Marasamach Pela. So he wasn't he wasn't allowed to go there, but he was brought there. The angels buried Moshe and the Marasamach Pela. What about Adam and Chava being buried there? Be, is Nistar? That's a tradition. Now that's hard to understand because we just learned that Avraham went there and he saw them lying in their bed. But apparently they are found there in some kind of hidden realm. Says the Yalkaruveni, these five pairs are connected to ten mystical ma- emanations. Kesar, Yesoi, Tiferes, Atara, and so on and so forth. So the Yalkaruveni interprets the Pasuk he married him, buried him in the valley. And on the other hand, no man knows where he is buried, but Malachim knew where he was buried. And then the Malachim came and they brought him to the Marasamach Pela. In fact, in a little appendage to the Sefer Yaakov Ruveni called Shikhas Leket, he brings that Moshe and Sipaira are buried in the Marasamach Pela. Because it was told, but the Malachim will bring him there. And these Malachim, these five pairs are a remiss to the five, the ten spheres. So this is what a, a bombshell revelation of the Yaakut Ruveni, and amazingly, the Chida himself in the Chayma Sanach, he says on the Pasuk, El Me'aras Sedei Hamach he brings from Rebbe Eliezer of Garmaiza, the Roikeach, in a handwritten manuscript, the words, Me'aras Sedei HaMachpela, Rashi Tevois, Moshe. Me'aras Sedei HaMachpela, Rashi Tevois, Moshe. And he says, what's the Pshat? That Me'aras Sedei HaMachpela would be Rashi Tevois, Moshe. He says, look in the Sefer Atmuna. Then Moshe and Sipaira are buried in the Mara Samach Pela by the Avais. So now we understand it's, it comes out very beautiful. The Rashi Tevais Ma'ara Sadeya Mach Pela is Moshe. Also, he brings a Gematria to Sipaira Imakoilel. And the Kiryas Arba is. Four, there are four eyes, so now, but, but what do you mean? There, now there are five couples that are buried there. It should be called Kiryas Chamisha. 
Now, four couples were buried there when they died, and Moshe and Sipar were buried there later, so they didn't change the name of the location. So I want to tell you a little hashgacha uh, pratis that happened to me. Last year, I was at the Maros Pela, and last year, if you remember, it was in Ibriyar. And Hashkocha had it that I went to Hebron on Zion Adar. So, and I said, I can't believe it. I remember that some say Moshe Rabbeinu is buried at Maros Pela. And well, I'm at Moshe Rabbeinu's kever on his yard site. Now you'll ask, which Adar was it? It was Adar Aleph. So no, but we go by other base. No, we only go by other base for Megillah. But for yard site, we go by other Aleph. And I was really, uh, I was nispoil. It's not like I had this in mind. Um, but it just, it just, uh, I was very moved by that. I was even, now some say that Moshe, that the Arizal had a nitzutz of the neshama of Moshe. The night before, Monday evening, Zayin Adar, we were at the kever of the Arizal. So, we covered all bases on Zayin Adar. Be it the Ari, Monday evening, it was Zayin Adar, or Tuesday uh, afternoon. Now, I totally did not remember, as we're going to see, this is something I saw many, many years ago, 13 years ago, and I even have it on the Marmakoimois, that it's brought that you should dafka go to the Ma'oras Hamach Pela on Zayin Adar. So A, I had totally forgotten that. B, that was not my kavana at all, going to Ma'oras Hamach Pela on that day. But that was a hashkacha. Further, further Ramazim, that Moshe Rabbeinu is buried in the Ma'oras Hamach Pela. In the Sefer Mizimras Ha'aretz, of Rab Pereg ben Rachamim Ne'im HaSafardi, like we didn't know he was Fardi, but I guess uh, that's part of the name, Hasafardi. He brings Ma'ara Sadeya Machfelos Rosh Tevois Moshe, and the Soyfei Tevois is Gematria Zuhid Sipira, and the middle letters is Gematria Al Yedeha Malachi Elyon Bola, which is a remez to the teaching of the Akedovani. And he says, after I wrote this, I found. I was mechavein to the great Chida, who says, Ma'ara Sadeh Machpela is Rashi Teva is Moshe, Gematria, Tzipar, Ma'akoylel. And Kiryas Arba, what about the fact that there are five couples? That's Be'ez Petirasam. However, he asked the question, Let's go back to the Chida. The Chida challenges this whole teaching. He says in the Zayar HaKadosh, Parshas Vayechi, it says, Deloi Kibla Ma'arta Bnei Nash Achara. That after Yaakov was buried in the Mara Samach Pela, the Mara Samach Pela never accepted anybody else. There were no more admissions into the Ma'ara Samach Pela, which is somewhat of a stira to this tradition that Moshe and Sipira were buried in the Ma'ara Samach Pela. And the Chidah says, it could be you, could be Marchek Ktsas. But the Sefer Mizimra Saharetz wants to say, granted, the Ma'ara Samach did not accept anyone, the same way it was Kiryas Arba, 
the Chida says, Be'ez piti rasam. Also, the Maran Sabel did not accept anyone Be'ez piti rasam. Okay. Let's take this further. The Medrash tells us there Batama Sarah Bakarias Arba. Some say it had four names Eshko, Mamre, Kiryas Arba, Chevroin. Why Kiryas Arba? Four great Sadiqim live there Aner, Eshkel, Mamre, and Avram. Four Sadiqim were circumcised there Avram, Aner, Eshkel, and Mamre. Or four Sadiqim were buried there Adam, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Or four Imais, Chava, Sarah, Rivka, and Leah. So the question that the the Chida brings from the Zayar Hakadosh is the Zayar says Va'ad Yoima La'alma forever and ever like Kabilas Ma'arta B'nei Nash Achara the cave never accepted anyone else and it will never accept the Nishmasin Dezakon I Avron Mikamayu B'chim Arasa Begin the Yisaron V'Chamin Zayar Deshavkum Alma V'Yachtu Kamei Kuchabricha. So that's one question. One question is, the Zayar says, nobody else is ever given entry to the Mar Samach Pela. So what's the Yalka Ruveni saying? Moshe wasn't allowed to go there, but the Malachim brought him there. What do you mean the Malachim brought him there? The Zayar says, nobody will ever go there again. It won't accept anybody. Furthermore, the Sifri says, in Vizayis Habracha, when Hashem told Moshe, the Shamaloi Savar, it says here, Vishamaloi Savar, and it says, Tamaish Rabbeinu Vishamaloi Savar, Savai, Ma Tamaloi Vishamaloi Savar, Omar Moshe. Moshe said, Imani eni nichnas bachai ekanas bameis. Moshe said, God, if you don't let me enter the Holy Land alive, let me enter dead. By the way, this is a makar that there's an Indian to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Because some poets can say you're not allowed to be buried in Eretz Yisrael if you live in, in Echutz Aretz. What? You want to live in America and then come and contaminate the land when you're dead? Hashem says, I have a good idea. You ate, you ate pizza in America, so stay in America. Why are, you coming? Why are you coming now that you're dead? Now that you're dead and smelly, now you want to come contaminate the land? You want to bring worms with you? Keep your worms back in America. Some place can say you're not allowed to be buried in Eretz Yisrael if you don't live there. But this is a little bit of a makar of the Indian being buried in Eretz Yisrael because Moshe Rabbeinu says, if I can't enter alive, at least let me enter dead. Hashem said, Loi, loi, sava, you're not coming alive, not dead. So Hashem said, so, uh, uh, so, um, Moshe said, if I'm not coming as a melech, I'll come as a regular citizen. Hashem said, v'sham You're not coming a king, you're not coming a regular person. You're not coming alive, you're not coming dead. So this is against the Yalkut Ruveni. The Sifri says explicitly, Moshe was told, you're not coming alive, you're not coming dead. Again, maybe you could wiggle out. Moshe wanted to come dead. What does that mean, come dead? 
Kamdad means after a certain chilek of his neshama departed, when he's already considered mess, he would walk in himself. And Hashem said, you're not going to come there dead. Maybe the malachim will bring you. Again, that would be somewhat of a doichik. So we have two questions on Yaakov Number one, the Zayar says, there were no more admissions. It was sold out. Marasam um, was sold out. Number two, the Sifri says, Moshe will ask to come dead. And Hashem said, he can't come. Next, here's another question. The Medrash Rabbah in Eicha, in the Psichta, Oitzchav Dalet, brings a narrative, brings an account that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Yirmiya, that today I'm like a person who had one child, who made a wedding for his child, and the child died in the Chabah. So Hashem tells Yirmiya, go and call Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, wake them up from their grave. They know how to cry. So Yirmiya said, I don't know where Moshe is buried. Hashem said, what do you mean? Stand on the edge of the Jordan, raise your voice and say, Ben Amram, Ben Amram, get up and shepherd your people. They've been swallowed by the, their enemy. So Yirmiya went to the Marasam Apela, and he went to the Avais, and he said, get up, the time came that you need to daven to Hashem. They said, why? He said, I, I don't know. He was embarrassed to say Hashem's destroying the base of English because the others would say, you allowed this to happen? Then Yirmiya went and he went to the edge of the Jordan and he said, Ben Amram, get up! Time to daven. Moshe said, why? What's special about today? He, Yirmiya said, I don't know. So Moshe went and he went to the Malachim who knew him and he said to them, Malachim, why do I need to daven? They said, Ben Amram, you don't know this thing is being destroyed. And he, would, he was crying and crying until he got to the Avais. So they tore their clothing and they put their hands on their head and they cried out until the gates of the base of Mikdash. Question, why would Yirmiya stand by the edge of the Yardin and say, Ben Amram, Ben Amram, Ben Amram's not buried on the edge of the Yardin. Ben Amram moved to the Maras Hamach Pela. What's going on over here? What's Yaakov Ruveni talking about? So we have three questions on Yaakov Ruveni. Question number one is, Maras Hamach Pela sold out. The Zayar says in Vayechi that... Uh, Mar Sampel was closed. Early admission. There, there are no more admissions. Number two, the Sifri says that Moshe Davin to enter after he died and Hashem said no. And question number three, the Medrash Rabbah says that Yirmiya went to look for Ben Amram and the Avril Yardin. He should have gone to the Mar Samach Pela. Now I'm going to tell you a little Gemara. That all you people out there who learn Shas and you want to make a Siyam on Shas, you forgot to learn this Gemara. Okay? Now if you learn this Gemara, then you can make a Siyam on Shas. There's about 30 lines of Gemara that were taken out. And the Bach puts back in. It's in the Ein Yaakov. And it's a story about Moshe Rabbeinu. And, um, and Shweki made a song out of it. This way, if you didn't learn it, at least you sang Shweki's song. The story goes like this. The Bach puts in the Gemara and Saita Daf Yudalad. 
with the store Amar of Chomer Barchanina, the Neiman is Stater Kivrei Shal Moshe Me'ene Basar Adam. Why was Moshe's kever hidden? Because it was revealed and known before Hakadosh Baruch Hu that Beis Hamikdash was going to be destroyed and Klal Yisrael is going to be exiled, and they're going to want to pray and go to Moshe's kever and cry and and plead to Moshe and say. Moshe Rabbeinu, Amoid b'tfila, Badenu. Vaoi made Moshe. Moshe would stand. Umavatel asakzera. So the reason why God hid Moshe's kever is He knew he would be exiled. So we would go all go run to Moshe's kever and say, Moshe Rabbeinu, Daven, and Moshe would Daven umavatel asakzera. Because Sadiqim are greater by Misasin more than in their life. Because we find when B'nai Yisrael were in the Midbar and they turned sour and they made the Egel, Hashem got angry and they said, Moshe, Hashem said, Moshe, leave me alone and I'll destroy them. Now there are many tzaddikim in that generation, many chassidim, Moshe, Aaron, Yeshua, Eldon, Medad, some of these kenim, other chacham, tamidim. And Hashem only was mevatel there because of Moshe. So Koshige, when Moshe will, uh, died, the Klai Yisrael will go to Moshe Rabbeinu. By the way, the Bach puts in this Gemara, it's, this Gemara appears in the Ein Yaakov, and the Maritz Chiyo says that go to the Ein Yaakov, there's another Maimer of Rav Chama Bar Chanina, why Moshe Rabbeinu's kever is hidden? I don't know, says the why his why this was taken out of the Gemara. It's almost like it's very interesting that the Hashgacha had it. Not only is Moshe Rabbeinu's kever hidden, but the reason why Moshe's kever is hidden is also hidden. And maybe the reason that's hidden is because if you find out why it's hidden, you might say, well... He's really buried in the Mar Samach and you might go on Zion Adar and be Mavatol all the Gezerois. So Hashem had to take it out of the Gemara and Saito also. But anyway, so this is question number four. You ready? We have four questions on the Al Ruveni. Question number one is How could you say Moshe was buried in the Mar Samach The Zayar says, no one else going in like Kabilis Ma'arta B'nei Nashachara, that we didn't accept anybody else sold out. Number two, Moshe Davin to enter and so dead, and Hashem said no. Question number three, Hashem told Yirmiya, go to Moshe's Kever, and Yirmiya says, I don't know where. Hashem said, go to the Everly Yardin. Why does he go to Everly Yardin? Go to Chevron. And question number four, The whole reason Moshe's kever is hidden is so B'nai Yisrael won't be able to daven. What do you mean? Like, could you just go to the Mara Samach Pela? So this is very interesting. In the uh, Sefer Oitzer place, Hatayra, I remember I saw this. I, I believe the Sefer came out 13 years ago. So he says, this is a question on Yalka Ruveni that Moshe is buried in the Mara Samach Pela. That Kaisel could have gone to Marasa Machpel at the time of the Chorben. So he says, well, maybe Moshe Rabbeinu only went to the Marasa Machpel after the Chorben. 
which would answer the last two questions. Namely, the question that the Gemara and Saita that we don't have says, Yirmiya had to go evilly yardin to call Moshe. Why didn't he go to the Moshe? Well, Moshe wasn't there yet. It answers why Moshe's kever was not known, so at the time of the Golos, Klaiso wouldn't go pray to Moshe. What do you mean Moshe's Marasal No, he wasn't there yet. Does it answer the first two questions? The Zayar says there are no more admissions. Well, Moshe got in, you know, after, after the Statue of Limitations were over. There's a Statue of Limitations. Statue of Limitations were until Chorben. And he got in after that. And, and Moshe davened to be buried there right away. And Hashem said no, but ultimately he went there. But I like uh, another answer better. By the way, he brings in a footnote, this would answer the question of the Chida. Does the Chida ask this question even? Or you could answer the question, I don't think the Chida actually asked this question, I think maybe he asked it, but we could answer the question from the Medrash but I think there's another way to answer this. Because if you're Medaik in the Lushan of the Medrash, the Medrash says, Hinichai Moshe Vahalach Itza Malach Yashahayim Makarai son. Vahayatsoyeku Boychad Shigila Avais Ayla. Moshe was crying continuously until he got to the Avais. How did he get to the Avais? So there's another Sifri. The Sifri says, How do you know there's an underground tunnel from the grave of Moshe to the grave of the Avais? So there's some kind of commonality between Moshe and the Avais. From there we learn there's an underground cave. So the Aitzer Pleisatar brings, maybe this is what the Akaruveni means, not that they actually buried Moshe there, but they dug some kind of underground tunnel, and in some sense it's considered as if he's buried there. Be it as it may, in the Sefer, Bior Hashir Bar he brings that it is very correct to go to the Maras Hamach Pela on Zion Adar and Rabbi Shai Asher Zagmargos was a big Makubal and was the chief of festivities in Meiron uh, himself. He personally would go to Maras Hamach Pela on Zion Adar. Maybe we could say a remez that Moshe has some connection to the Marasa Machpelah, is the Pasuk says that the Bnei Chay said, Ish! Mimenu es kivroi lo yichla mimcha. We will not withhold a kever. Ish! And of course we know Moshe Rabbeinu is referred to as the Ish. The Medrash tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu is called Ish, like it says, Viha Ish, Moshe Anav Ma'ir. Anyway, 
So this is a little bit about um, some of the the secret labyrinths of the Mara Samach Pela. Maybe Wednesday we'll talk about people who have made attempts to excavate and to explore the Mara Samach Pela over the years. Or we might talk about camels. I'm not sure yet. One of those two topics. Or maybe both. Okay, Rabbi Isai, that's what I got for you today. Have a wonderful day. Bracha v'atzlacha. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.